At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Getting you ready for the day in sports betting, this is Point Spread Sunday on VSAN, the sports betting network. Oh, it's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. How about that view? of Manhattan, New York, New York. We are in Weehawken, New Jersey, the site of the DraftKings Sports Betting National Championships. It is Point Spread Sunday here at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm on the road, folks. No longer at the South Point. We'll be back next week, of course. But my man Mike Pritchard is at the South Point as we break down all things week number nine in the National Football League. Twelve games today, eight in the early window, three in the late window, and of course, Sunday Night Football between the Tennessee Titans and the Los Angeles Rams. Make sure to tweet at the show, at VEASAN Live, at Femi Abebefe, at M.I. Pritchard. We want your questions so we can discuss them here over the next two hours as we get you ready for kickoff in the National Football League. Of course, our picks coming up in in the second hour, and we have a couple guests, Sean Green, co-host of the Gambling Podcast and contributor to the Green Zone. We're talking all things Browns-Bengals with Sean at the top of the second hour, and of course, VSIN's own Ben Fox, VP of Digital Content, will be joining us at 8.30 in this hour, or rather in the second hour, as we go through all things big bets, interesting bets that they're seeing behind the window. But first, I got to introduce my man, Pritch, over there at the South Point in Las Vegas. Pritch, I miss you, buddy. How we doing this morning? I miss you, too, Femi. Doing a great job out there uh, in Weehawken, uh, in New Jersey, out there on the East Coast. The sun is up. The sun's still down here, but still loving it. Uh, feeling good. Uh, cannot wait to get started with the show today. Yeah, no, we have a fantastic show today. A lot of interesting stuff to talk about. We always say that I like to have a big appetite with these NFL bets, mm-hmm. but we're going smaller today. Only okay. five picks between the two of us here. Three for me, two for you. We'll break those down, of course, like I mentioned, in the second hour. But first, let's start with some of these interesting games. A lot of uncertainty with the quarterbacks and none other than in Green Bay with the Green Bay Packers taking on the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium. Aaron Rodgers is out due to COVID-19. Jordan Love replacing one Aaron Rodgers, and we saw this line just absolutely skyrocket mm-hmm. when the news came out that Rodgers would not be playing in this game. Right now, Kansas Kansas City, a seven and a half point favorite on the consensus line, total of 48. Pritch, what do you make of this game with the Packers now getting a touchdown on the road in Kansas City? You know, all week I've been wondering are the Packers prepared for this? Meaning, okay, the Aaron Rodgers saga that we knew about all offseason, they had Jordan Love, they had him to work out through OTAs and, and certainly through training camp and preseason too. So, 
if you're the floor and you're calling plays, I, I think you have some level of comfort, even though Aaron Rodgers is going to be in the game. So you got Jordan Love. And so as betters, we're looking at Jordan Love, his abilities, mixing in with the receiving core and the football team that is the Packers right now. Uh, so we got to erase our minds from Aaron Rodgers and what this offense looks like now in Sir Jordan Love. Is that, is that possible for us to do as a better? I think it is. I think you can gain some type of knowledge or have some type of feeling in which what are the Packers going to do offensively? What are they going to try to do with this young quarterback? And from my experience uh, as a player of Femi, we had John Kitna in, in Seattle as a young quarterback yep. after Warren Moon. So that was an adjustment for a lot of veteran players. And uh, the thing about it is we embraced it, though. We understood what John Kitna was and what he wasn't. And, and certainly we were able to get off to a hot start that way. And same thing with the coaches. So uh, I'm anticipating some level of confidence for the Packers uh, as a team, as a coaching staff with Jordan Love. But, again, it's going to be on the shoulders of Jordan Love and whether he plays well or not against the Chiefs. Yeah, Kansas City, one of the worst teams against the spread this season. Two and six ATS. They always have these big numbers and they fail to cover. We saw that Monday night mm -hmm. as there were 10-point favorites against the New York Giants, winning that game by three. But you brought up the point last week with the uncertainty around Dak Prescott and how much work Cooper Rush got in training camp right. when Prescott sidelined with the shoulder strain issue that he had going on there in August. It's kind of a similar situation here with Jordan Love because, remember, Rodgers wasn't at OTAs. He wasn't at minicamp because the whole thought process was that he was either going to retire or might not show up. So can, do you think Jordan Love gained some valuable experience in that situation in the springtime working with these guys? Or is there not much you can take away since it wasn't a full training camp there with Love since Rodgers returned once camp got underway? Yeah, absolutely, because he's not a rookie. I mean, this is a guy who's been in the league, so he kind of understands what the league and how the league works. So I'm going to pull back the curtain. When you hear a coach say, I want to get this player ready, I want to get this quarterback ready, he's not talking about the quarterback or the player. He's talking about himself. Coaches have yeah. to adjust <laughs> to players. Uh, it's not so much that the player has to be ready. and The, the player's talented. That's why you drafted him. That, that's why you had the evaluation. He's talented. But as a coach, are you ready to call plays for his skill set? And are you ready to ignore the skill set of Aaron Rodgers? and what Aaron Rodgers can do and what he's capable of. You have to make sure you know what Jordan Love is capable of and don't go outside of that box. Don't get too creative out there. So I expect the fact that LaFleur and, and the Packers offense has worked with Jordan Love for an extended amount of time for them to feel confident. Now, again, it does go back to can Jordan Love play an effective game for 60 minutes? Now, you mentioned the Chiefs' defense. And I tell you what, if this was my first game as a quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, I would love to go up against the Chiefs' defense right now. <laughs> yeah, right? Yes. The defense is it's, it's a little leaky uh, <laughs> out there in Kansas City. We'll see if they can get things fixed there. The total in this game, we've seen it drop, obviously, with the news of Aaron Rodgers being out. It opened 53-and-a-half. I think I saw some 54s earlier before uh, we got that news about Rodgers having COVID-19. Now 48 across mm -hmm. the board. So this game looking like it's trending towards the under. At least that's where the, the respected money in the betting market feels about this game. 425 Eastern, the kickoff out in Arrowhead Stadium. Another 425 game game that I want to get to has quarterback uncertainty. The Cardinals and the San Francisco 49ers out there in the NFC West. Kyler Murray did not practice at all this week, Pritch. And they're saying that despite him not practicing, he might be able to play. But we're starting to hear some of the same things we heard out of Dallas of like, this is a long-term decision. We don't want to put too much pressure on that ankle for Kyler Murray. Right now, the 49ers, three-point favorites, but it looks like it's heading towards three and a half. The market is just waiting on the confirmation that Murray is not going to be playing there because we're seeing at Circa 3 minus 120, at Westgate 3 minus 125. South Point still has 3 minus 110 since they don't play with the juice there, but the total also has gone down to 45, mm -hmm. Pritch. What do you think about possibly Colt McCoy leading the Arizona Cardinals here this uh, afternoon? Oh boy, Colt McCoy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I had to look up to see if he was the backup. Indeed, he is the backup out there with Arizona and the Cardinals. <laughs> it's a different quarterback situation. Now, Colt McCoy is capable of playing uh, that position the way that the Cardinals need him to play it. Now, uh, Kyler Murray is dynamic. We know that. He's dynamic outside the pocket. He's dynamic with his legs. I would rather have a Colt McCoy as a better. I would rather see Colt McCoy out there, uh, the guy who took the reps in practice, the guy who uh, probably has, has gone through the game plan with uh, Kingsbury uh, in terms of executing and feeling good about your chances in a divisional game. Uh, Kyler Murray in the pocket hobbled. 
I don't know if that's a great recipe for the Cardinals in this one. Uh, you got on the other side, you got the 49ers and Garoppolo uh, healthy. You got uh, Kittle coming back. You, you have some offensive lines, some running backs coming back. So I, I think from a feeling that you're going to get the job done, it's on the side of the 49ers, whereas the questions are all on the side of the Cardinals here in this divisional important game too, by the way. Uh, so if yeah. it was me, if I'm a better, I'm looking for Colt McCoy uh, to take the field. Kyler Murray, I, I think he needs a timeout. Uh, they need him for the the long term, the big picture, more so than this one game here, even though it's a key game against the 49ers. Yeah, uh, it's interesting. We're talking about fresh fades in the next segment at 8.15 Eastern time. But the 49ers have been a team that if you've been fading them, you've been profitable. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, they're not great against the spread. If I pull up the, the notes here, 2-5 and five ATS this season are the 49ers. But the betting market, of course, with the news that Kyler Murray likely to be out this afternoon against the 49ers. But the, he's not the only one on the Arizona Cardinals. Right. DeAndre Hopkins also did not practice this week. He's dealing with a hamstring injury. We'll see. He's a game-time decision. Uh, he was in and out of the game last Thursday night against the Green Bay Packers. We'll see if he's able to give it a go. And also, A.J. Green, their free agent acquisition, who didn't turn around at the goal line against the Green Bay Packers. He is out with COVID-19. So no A.J. Green, possibly no Kyler Murray, and no DeAndre Hopkins. And that's being reflected in the market as that line now sits. Looks like it's trending towards three and a half okay. here. The 49ers, though, they have some issues as well. D. Ford, he was placed on IR. But mm -hmm. outside of that, you mentioned it. Pretty clean bill of health there outside of Maurice Hurst and Jimmy Ward, who have been ruled out. Debo Samuel is expected to play as his running back, Elijah Mitchell. Uh, Let's get to the early window, Pritch. Another divisional game here, your old stomping grounds, the Atlanta Falcons taking on the New Orleans Saints down there by the Bayou. And the Saints, six-point favorites right now, the total of 42. We'll talk about this game more in depth in fresh fades, but just early thoughts on this game with the total sitting at 42, New Orleans favored by nearly a touchdown against their rivals in Atlanta. Well, I want betters to know that this is a rivalry game. You mentioned uh, my um, uh, introduction as Atlanta Falcon as a rookie in my three years in Atlanta to this situation against the Saints. Uh, they were a rival. You know, you think about divisions and, and, and that sort, but then you also think about location of cities and, and you just think about the fan bases too, uh, Femi. So it's an intense game. Uh, it is over the years, though, since Sean Payton has been there. Uh, he's owned Atlanta, though. I mean, he's the Aaron Rodgers yeah. of, of this matchup in terms of owning that team because he's had great record, uh, what, 10-4 and four at home uh, against uh, the Falcons there, a 20-8 and eight record against Atlanta since he's been a head coach there with the uh, Saints. So even with the backup quarterback, and that's what we're going to look at. We're going to look at the fact that, okay, the Saints have not solved a riddle after Drew Brees, who's going to be the quarterback. Jameis Winston goes down with the injury. That defense has been elite uh, and now they got Mark Ingram. Now they got a running game, a balance, a complementary situation against uh, with that defense there. So to me, that's going to be a problem for the Falcons. Like you mentioned, we'll get back into this game a little bit more uh, with that spread. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's no, going to be an interesting game. These two teams, they do not like each other. One of the more underrated rivalries in the National Football League, and we're going to break that one down more in depth. And a couple other games where you might want to sell high in the National Football League. We're talking fresh fades. On the other side at 8.15 Eastern here on Point Spread Sunday. Cowboys could possibly be a fresh fade. Also, the New England Patriots, may they be a fresh fade. We'll break it all down here. Point Spread Sunday rolling along week number nine in the National Football League. Point Spread Sunday coming to you from Weehawken, New Jersey. It is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. First Bet wants you to get in on all the horse racing action. Sign up today with promo code VEGAS1000 and receive $10 instantly and up to $1,000 bonus. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. Use the bonus code VEGAS1000. Point Spread Sunday rolling along here from Weehawken, New Jersey, the site of the DraftKings Sports Betting National Championships. And folks, if you're watching on your tablet or laptop or phone, that view never gets old. Manhattan, New York, New York. Here we are on the East Coast. Point Spread Sunday on the road. Pritch coming to you from the South Point Hotel and Casino per usual. Missed my guy out there, but we're, we're breaking all things down. NFL week number nine. And Pritch, last week we introduced the segment Fresh fades, and I don't know if you've noticed or not, but I got myself a little fresh fade before I came out here yes, to the I East Coast. Notice. I had to, I had to be right. I had to be right, Prince. I had to get my fresh fade indeed. So let's talk about some teams in the NFL that we might want to sell high on that might be coming in just a little inflated in the market. And I want to start with the game that we just left off with, the Atlanta Falcons and the New Orleans Saints. The Saints, of course, last week, six-point underdogs at one point. It ended up closing four, I believe it was, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that defense really showed out winning that game. But now New Orleans, now turning around a six-point favorite against the Atlanta Falcons. New Orleans, not usually a, a popular favorite team. We saw them not cover against the Seahawks two weeks ago on Monday Night Football. So, Pritch, I ask you, are the New Orleans Saints a fresh fade here in week number nine? Yeah, you know, for me, early on in the year, I disrespected the Saints. In other words, uh, I didn't even bother to bring them up at the barbershop in terms of fresh fades or not, <laughs> because I just didn't think they were going to evolve from Drew Brees. And, and, and we saw that. We saw them stumble out the gate a few times, but Lo and behold, they got this record, uh, and they look great against Tampa Bay. So uh, maybe a newfound respect level for the Saints. Now, this matchup, we talked about it in a previous segment. It's a rivalry. Uh, you know, these two teams, these two cities, the fan bases, everything, a long history here. Uh, six points to me in, a, in this kind of game, it's just a lot. And, and so I actually uh, I would be uncomfortable laying six points. Now, factor in the quarterback situation. I, I think it's a non-factor. I've, I'm familiar with Trevor Simeon when he was a quarterback at Denver. Uh, he played yeah. okay. He wasn't a franchise type of guy, but he does play okay. And, and if you can play okay with the Saints offense, with that defense for me, uh, it's going to be tough for Atlanta, who's clearly rebuilding. Uh, Ridley, the situation there. Pitts is awesome. Uh, but I just don't think the Falcons are a complete football team yet. Uh, and so, therefore, I believe the Saints could win this one. But I, I, I agree with fading this a little bit. I think that's inflated too, mu too much to, for me. Yeah, we both have a play in this game between the Falcons and the Saints. We'll get to that in the second hour. But you mentioned it, the Calvin Ridley situation. He's stepping away from football due to personal issues, a mental health, uh, mental health issues, rather, I should mm -hmm. say. Uh, so it's a, a pass catcher that they'll be without there. But Pitts is fantastic. He's really like, uh, after the first three weeks, we're like, okay, what's going on here? Now he looks like the guy right. that was being touted as the pound-for-pound -pound best player in the draft this past spring here. But it seems like it's a buy-low spot on an Atlanta team that lost outright against Carolina, and then now we're seeing a Saints team as possibly the sell-high who beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers outright the Super Bowl champions just a week ago. So, 
keep an eye on that one. I, I wouldn't, like you mentioned, laying, laying the six points, not as ideal uh, when you're taking this Saints team that's really getting closer to the top range of where they are valued in the market. Moving along here, it feels like this team, the Dallas Cowboys, are mm-hmm. going to be in fresh phase every week now. If they keep covering these games, Pritch, I don't know what the ceiling is on this <laughs> Cowboys team. Last week they got it done with Cooper Rush at quarterback in Minnesota. Dak Prescott is back, and that is reflected in the line because at – Across the board, I'm looking at consensus. The Cowboys' 10-point favorites with a total of 49 and a 7-0 ATS this season, this Dallas Cowboys team. Pritch, do you believe America's team is a fresh fade against the Denver Broncos? I'm happening? on the fence with this one, Femi. I, I am. I'm not in the chair yet because um, Dallas Cowboys <laughs> with Dak Prescott, I mean, this team looks Super Bowl caliber that way. Uh, and we're talking about a Denver Broncos team in which the wheels are wobbly uh, at this point. They yep. haven't fallen off, but they're wobbly. Uh, you know, Vic Fangio um, on shaky ground out there in Denver. They traded away their franchise, which is Vaughn Miller. I, I don't know. I, I said this before last week, I believe it was about the Broncos, that they don't have an identity offensively. I don't know what their identity as a team is right now. Uh, it's like everybody yeah. for themselves at this point uh, with the different Broncos, including the front office, including uh, potential ownership or new ownership. So there's a lot of factors uh, underneath or behind the curtain that I'm uncomfortable with. But fading this one is a possibility because it is 10 points. It's double digits. Uh, you know, Dak Prescott, even though he's going to play, he might not be 100%. I know he said he's close to 100%. That means you're not 100%. Uh, and so anything and everything <laughs> yeah. can happen right there. So, yeah, I mean, it's potential for me, but uh, not in the chair yet uh, with this 10 points. Yeah, I definitely would never lay it with Dallas in this spot here. It just seems like too many points. I mean, this is a Denver Broncos team that has gotten quite a bit of respect in the market. Now, whether that is fair or was ended up being the right side, that's up for debate there. But the market has respected this team mm-hmm. all throughout this year. And now for them to be 10-point underdogs, and of course, important to mention for Dallas, no Tyron Smith, their offensive tackle. He left the uh, game against Minnesota last week, so he'll be out with an ankle injury. Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb, they're both expected to play, but they're a little hobbled. They were limited in practice for much of the week there. So Dallas not clicking on all cylinders, but they do have their quarterback right. back, and that's probably the big piece for that team. Uh, and with the Dak back, they've been one of the best offenses, if not mm-hmm. the best offense in the National Football League. Important to note for Denver, no Garrett Bowles. So both teams without their left tackles in this game. So maybe you look towards the under, possibly, if uh, the protection issues end up arising down there in Jerry World. That one kicks off 1 o'clock Eastern time, 10 o'clock over there on the Pacific. Another team, 10 o'clock window for you folks out there on the West Coast, the New England Patriots. Pritch. Last week, the New England Patriots were the hot side in the market. This game against the Chargers, they were as big as a six-point favorite. Ends up getting bet down to three-and-a-half at close last Sunday. The Patriots win the game outright. You didn't even need the points. They win the game outright in impressive fashion. They're on the West Coast in a difficult travel spot. So they go from being the road dog getting more than a field goal to now laying more than a field goal on the road in Carolina, taking on the Panthers right now. The consensus line, three-and-a-half with a total, very low total, of 41 and a half. Pritch, what do you think about the New England Patriots? Mac Jones back in the rookie of the year conversation. Are the Patriots a fresh fade? At three and a half too, right? I mean, that's that's hard to think about that yeah. they could be a fresh fade here at minus three and a half on the road, back-to-back road situations for this team. That's improving though, Femi. Uh, I'll give credit to Bill Belichick here because he's, he's becoming the GOAT again in terms of coaches with a rookie quarterback and this football team's playing great football. Uh, they are improving a get-better league. Uh, but it's Mac Jones uh, against a defense that might have some type of knowledge to what they do. Uh, and that's because of Stephon Gilmore uh, there now with the Panthers. Uh, I think that guy and his impact could be felt in this game uh, and what they want to do. And also you're talking about Matt Rule and the defense that tries to confuse a quarterback. And so Mac Jones is going to be up against it. It's not like he's going to see a defense lining up there. Uh, this defense can disguise coverages, disguise looks, and make it more difficult. Now, the Patriots looking to run the football a little bit more, and then, okay, you look at the Panthers and their ability to stop the run. I think the linebacker coming back, Shaq, uh, he's impactful. Uh, and then you go to the other side for the Panthers, too, uh, with Darnold, a uh, game-time decision with the shoulder. He's cleared concussion yep. protocol. But Christian McCaffrey is back. 
And, and that guy adds points to a line. I, I believe he's impactful that way, too. And I don't know if the Patriots have an answer for something like that. So uh, it's hard to think or hard to come to grips with the fact that I would fresh fade this one at minus three and a half. But it's a possibility, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this Patriots team, it's like we mentioned, we, we always like to sell high in the NFL and buy low. And now Carolina, they won outright as a dog last week. So you're not necessarily buying low on the Carolina Panthers, but I think you would be selling high on New England as their three and a half point favorites on mm-hmm. the road. Low scoring game that I don't know if I'd ever be interested in laying the points in a type of game that we're expecting to see out there in Charlotte there. But Christian McCaffrey coming back, I think, is a very key factor for this Carolina Panthers team. Also, Sam Darnold, if he's able to Play. It sounds like worst case scenario, he'll be a backup. Which, if he's good to be a backup, shouldn't he just start the game? I he mean, I, I don't know how that how that all works out <laughs> yeah. there. But they're going to test out that shoulder pregame there, Pritch. Right? No, they should. I mean, you know, the shoulder is one thing, right? I mean, the concussion. Obviously, you got to clear that from an independent doctor. Yep. Uh, but I, I would imagine the competitor that Darnold is, he's going to gut through it. Uh, he's going to tell the coaches everything that that the coaches might want to hear that, okay, I'm good to go, or I'm tough enough to go out there, but he's got to be effective. I mean, I, I think they're going to try to get back to the high percentage stuff anyway with Christian McCaffrey back on the field. They're going to move him around uh, and maybe take some pressure off of Darnold uh, with those looks from New England, too. So uh, getting to the running game that way and hoping that your defense can rise to the occasion against Mac Jones and that Patriots offense. Yeah, no, that's going to be an interesting game there. I have a play on that game as well, like I mentioned. We will talk about that in the second hour. But Christian McCaffrey, he's a big prop player. So we're going to talk props on the other side. Pritch, you know it. It's our favorite segment. Stop, drop, shut him down, open up. Props. Coming to you, 8.30 Eastern on the other side here on Point Spread Sunday. Most receiving yards, most rushing yards, most passing yards. We will break it all down. Who do you like here in week number nine? Tweet the show. Tweet some questions at us. At VEASAN Live, at Femi Abebefe, and at M.I. Pritchard. As we're coming to you from Weehawken, New Jersey, site of the DraftKings Sports Betting National Championships, it is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Mid-season football special is here. For only $99, you get everything Beeson has to offer from now to the end of the NFL playoffs. Daily best bet emails, 24-7 video stream, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in-depth data and analysis on Beeson.com and the upcoming College Hoops Betting Guide. This is a great deal at only $99 for the rest of the football season. Sign up now at Beeson.com slash subscribe. Point spread Sunday rolling along from Weehawken, New Jersey, the site of the DraftKings Sports Betting National Championships and overlooking across the way from the Hudson River. It is Manhattan, New York, New York. Here we are on the East Coast. Show's on the road. Pritch, though, he's back at the South Point in Las Vegas, Nevada. I miss my guy out there as we're breaking down all things week number nine in the National Football League. And it's time, folks. 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific. Stop, drop, shut them down, open up. Props. Let's take a look at some of the props on this week nine slate here, starting with the most passing yards. These odds are coming to us from DraftKings, and it's some interesting uh, odds here as I look at my notes here. Right now, the favorite, Matthew Stafford at 7-1. to one. You have Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen at plus 850. Justin Herbert, Dak Prescott, Ryan Tannehill, 10-1. to one. Derek Carr, 12-1 to one against the New York Giants. That game happening right down the street from us here in Weehawken, New Jersey. Kirk Cousins, Joe Burrow, 14-1. to one. Matt Ryan and Teddy Bridgewater, 18-1. to one. Where is the value on that board there, Bridge? Well, I, I tell you, I mean, you look in the middle, or actually three, Josh Allen uh, standing out a little bit at plus 850 against the Jaguars, and here's why, because it's the Jaguars, right? Uh, But what's happening (laughs) to these quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, even Justin Herbert to a certain extent, what's happening, okay, defenses are playing these two high safeties. Uh, so they're, they're making these quarterbacks throw the football where they want them to throw the football, meaning the middle of the field, but also trying to apply pressure up the middle 
uh, with their pass rush too. So you condense that area. Uh, you take things away, and now quarterbacks, uh, you know, the theory is the quarterbacks will reach or they'll panic or they'll throw a ball up for grabs. And we've seen that at times from Patrick Mahomes and, and Justin Herbert, some young quarterbacks, and Josh Allen too. But uh, sometimes they get away with it, sometimes they don't. Uh, here's a case where you think the Jacksonville Jaguars will mimic that and, and play safeties in the middle of the field and, and tell uh, Josh Allen to throw the ball underneath. Uh, and if you look at his stats right now, he's averaging uh, yards per attempt, uh, 7.2 yards per attempt right now. Uh, and then if you look on the board, too, at Matthew Stafford and his number, uh, he's at plus 700 uh, against the Titans. Matthew Stafford is averaging 9.1 yards per attempt. They got to play action. Uh, they break down defenses with formations as well. But then also they have the drop back in which Matthew Stafford is highly comfortable with these wide receivers. Uh, so, I mean, if I'm looking at some type of value here, I mean, plus 700 for a quarterback like Matthew Stafford, who's averaging 9.1 yards per attempt. Um, that's, that's my yeah. bet right there. Yeah, the Tennessee Titans defense hasn't been that great. I know they had the game against Kansas City. That was more so about turnovers, I think, uh, from when we peeled that one back. Because mm -hmm. the week prior, Josh Allen had his way on Monday Night Football with that Titans defense there. So I like that Matthew Stafford play. He, Of course, he is the favorite for a reason. Right. As you mentioned, that stat of nine yards per attempt there, which is a very, very impressive number. Now, a a name that jumped out to me was, mm -hmm. how about Kirk Cousins? Okay. 14 to 1. Kirk Cousins, the Minnesota Vikings. A lot of criticism about, hey, they refuse to open up this offense. I think that the Minnesota staff is going to at least respond to that with saying, all right, let's go to play action. Let's use that kind of Dalvin Cook being in the backfield, the threat mm -hmm. of him running, because that kind of prevents a team from going to that too high safety look there. If you can run the ball, you can maybe get that safety to start creeping down. So, I think Kirk Cousins, with the weapons that they have, Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, that's going to be one of the more higher-scoring games in the early window, and especially if Minnesota was to get down in that game right now as six-point underdogs against the Baltimore Ravens, that maybe having to play from behind forces Zimmer to then tell the offensive staff, of like, all right, enough of just establishing the run like we normally do. Right. Maybe let's throw the ball down the field to try to get back into this game. Kirk Cousins is a sneaky look there at 14-1 against <laughs> actually, the Baltimore Ravens. Actually, good call by you because Baltimore Ravens in that secondary, uh-uh. I mean, yep. <laughs> so if you're it, right. It hasn't been good. You're right. If they can some, find some way to exploit that, then Kirk Cousins 14-1 right here is not bad either. Yeah, the total in that game, 50-and-a-half, opened up at 49-and-a-half, so the betting market thinking this one could go over that number. Let's move along to the most rushing yards here in week number nine. Nick Chubb with the Cleveland Browns running back is the favorite at plus 550. Alvin Kamara plus 750. Ezekiel Elliott and Dalvin Cook both 9-to-1. Elijah Mitchell, Daryl Henderson 12-to-1. Austin Eckler and Aaron Jones 14-to-1. Damian Harris 15-to-1. Chuba Hubbard and Christian McCaffrey, both guys for mm -hmm. the Carolina Panthers at 16 to one. What say you, Pritch? Well, I, I mean, Nick Chubb is always, I, he's an exciting back. Uh, it, it's the Bengals. Uh, I was looking at some tape on the Bengals and Femi, their linebacking core, and that's how the Jets were able to kind of just dink and dunk uh, their way down the field at times uh, and beat the Bengals. Yeah. But um, their linebacking core is going to have to step up uh, because they play multiple safeties there, too. So Nick Chubb's had a chance at plus 550. Kamara, uh, plus 752. Uh, against Atlanta, uh, that offensive line underrated, I believe, for the Saints going up against, uh, if you can call them a defensive line at this point for Atlanta, that's what you can call them, but it's not very good. Uh, so that's a nice wager, too. I mean, just the, two, the top two guys right there uh, stand out to me on the board. I know, I know Clint Kubiak, the coordinator for the Vikings, mentioned that he wants to get the ball to Cook a little bit more. Uh, plus 900. You still have to run against that Baltimore Ravens front uh, with your offensive yeah. line. So that, that gets difficult to me, too. Um, Austin Eckler against the Eagles is interesting, 14-1 as well. But I, I like the two top uh, picks there, Nick Chubb uh, and, and Kamara plus 750 against the Falcons. Yeah, it's funny. It's like Clint Kubiak's talking about how he wants to get the ball to Dalvin Cook more. Well, saying it is a lot easier than doing mm -hmm. it because if they don't have any success, then that game plan gets tossed out the window there. So Dalvin Cook, they're 9-1 to against the Baltimore Ravens. The name that jumped out to me was Elijah Mitchell for the okay. San Francisco 49ers at 12-1. to Arizona's been pretty shaky defending the run there, and we saw San Francisco have success on the ground against them. We saw Green Bay last week, or rather last Thursday night, have success with A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones on the ground in that game, and that 
that was a game where the Packers had no wide receivers. Mm-hmm. They were all out to injuries or COVID. So you knew they were going to try to lean on the ground game, and the Cardinals still couldn't stop it. Now with no J.J. Watt on that defensive line, I think Elijah Mitchell, the 49ers, back at home, they're going to try to get this running game established there. George Kittle's back. He helps in the blocking game as well as uh, being an elite receiver at the tight end spot. So I think Elijah Mitchell for the 49ers, if they can get this lead and it's, they're taking on a Colt McCoy team, they're going to try to work the clock. He's a guy that I think, especially late in the game, could get you those extra yards that might be able to get him home as a 12-to-1 look there for most rushing yards here in week number nine. Let's go to the receivers, your territory, Pritch. Okay. These are your guys. That's the right. guys out wide making, making the plays out there uh, that get all the fantasy folks excited. The favorite in the receivers market, Cooper Cup, because why wouldn't he be the favorite for most receiving yards? Plus 750 against his Tennessee Titans defense. Tyreek Hill, 10-1 to against the Packers. Stephon Diggs, 11-1. to Justin Jefferson, 12-1. to Travis Kelsey, a tight end, 13-1. They have Devontae Adams, 14-1. to Jamar Chase, 15-1. to A.J. Brown, 16-1. to Debo Samuel, DeAndre Hopkins, who might not even play. Keenan Allen, all those guys, 18-1. to And Amari Cooper, 20-1 to against the Denver Broncos. Where are you looking here with the receivers market. Well, Cooper Cup, uh, again, his matchup uh, seems to stand out, plus six, uh, 750 uh, here. Actually, on the board, we got it plus 650. Um, but, you know, for oh, wow, me... somebody's coming in on that. I know, right? How about that? But I'm, I'm looking down the board a little bit more because Stephon Diggs... Uh, and, and look, I know how receivers think, right? And, mm. okay, we're playing Jacksonville. And Stephon Diggs, his targets have been down. Uh, I, I, as a receiver myself, I, I would imagine that Stephon Diggs has lobbied during the week of practice yeah. to get more <laughs> targets, right? <laughs> We're playing Jacksonville here. Uh, and so uh, if you want to bet this, Stephon Diggs, I think, has lobbied for more targets. He's 11 to 1. Uh, mm-hmm. e- even Jamar Chase, who should get more targets uh, against the Browns, but I, I don't know if I like that matchup with the offensive line versus that front for, for Cleveland. Uh, so yeah. if you're asking me for a play, I mean, I, I like Justin Jefferson, too, 12 to 1 against that secondary. Um, but again, Clint Kubiak talking about running the ball more with Cook. Uh, Stephon Diggs is just in neon blinking at me right now, 11 to 1 against Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, Stephon Diggs was the name that I wrote down there. So we are in lockstep with Stephon Diggs there at 11 to 1. And we had Steve Buchanan on from DraftKings on My Guys in the Desert on Friday. He talked about Stephon Diggs and he went over on his prop. I believe it was 85 yards, I believe it was, okay. uh, because he mentioned Jaguars cornerback Tyson Campbell. Receivers have been having a lot of production against him there. Now, he's, he's young. He's a rookie. We'll see how he ends up playing down years down the line. But so far, he's struggling at this NFL level. And if Stephon Diggs is lobbying for more targets and he's being guarded like somebody like a Tyson Campbell, maybe he has quite a bit of success there. And it's not his brother, Trayvon Diggs, who's stealing all the headlines. Stephon will once again go back to the top of the wide receivers market indeed. But Tyreek Hill, another name that always at 10-1, to 1, he is one 80-yard reception away from jumping up and maybe possibly leading this thing in receiving yards this week. So always watch out for Tyreek Hill, the big play threat on the outside for the Kansas City Chiefs, especially with the Green Bay Packers cornerback situation with no Jair Alexander. Hey, we're going to take another quick break here. On the other side, we're talking season-long props, MVP. Who's the look here in week number nine as we approach the midway point of the NFL season? It is Point Spread Sunday. Coming to you from Weehawken, New Jersey, Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. We have a new prop tracker now available on vcin.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to vcin.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at vcin.com slash NFL. It is Point Spread Sunday coming to you from Weehawken, New Jersey, the site of the DraftKings Sports Betting National Championships. Femi Abebefe here in New Jersey. My man Pritch, Mike Pritchard, out there at the South Point Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada, breaking down all things week number nine in the National Football League. Pritch, we're talking about some props individually on the other side. So let's get into the MVP market here with season-long props because when you have the prop tracker, you can monitor these, these things all throughout the season. It makes it really helpful for you. And the MVP market is one that I think a lot of betters are probably monitoring because it's it's not, I wouldn't say wide open. You have about five quarterbacks per se that are kind of leading the pack here, but there could be some value because there's more than half the season left. Right. So let's dig into it right now. Josh Allen right now, the favorite, plus 250. Then you have Matthew Stafford, Tom Brady, Kyler Murray, all 6-1. to one. So Right behind them, Dak Prescott, plus 650, Aaron Rodgers at 8-1, to one, and then you get a drop-off, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, and Derek Carr, 25-1. to one. Patrick Mahomes, forgot about that guy, 40-1 to one with how the Chiefs have been playing as of late here. But where would you go, Pritch, with this season-long prop looking at the MVP market specifically? You know, it kind of looks like it could be wide open, though. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, the way he was playing, the way the team has responded this year, you would think, and you can make a good case for Aaron Rodgers, but now, I don't think you can, because I don't know how (laughs) the Packers are going to respond once Aaron Rodgers gets back with his football team, too. Uh, They're saying, they'll say all the right things, and then also, I mean, Jordan Love, who knows, what if they beat down the Chiefs, and he looks great. Uh, I mean, you're going to move on from Aaron Rodgers at some point. I'm not going to suggest they're going to replace Aaron Rodgers, not by any means. But uh, I'm saying that at eight plus 800, I don't know if that's a good bet anymore uh, for the MVP. Now, Lamar Jackson, 25 to 1, uh, is interesting to me. Uh, Derek Carr, even, at 25 to 1. If the Raiders, if the Raiders for everything they've gone through so far this year, if they win that division, uh, if they're a higher seed, I'm talking about three, two seed uh, in the playoffs. Uh, maybe you can make yep. a case for Derek Carr, too. Uh, Dak Prescott, I think he's a shoe-in for comeback player of the year, so I don't know if I would tie up money there for MVP. Uh, and then Tom Brady. I mean, he could win back-to-back Super Bowls if they track that way, too. So the board's all over the place. Matthew Stafford, Josh Allen. I mean, he's such a heavy favorite at this point, and he's got the weapons around him. He's got the offense, but I'm worried about that team being um, pass-oriented and not very physical, too. So I wonder when that catches up uh, to the Buffalo Bills. So there's there's a lot of bets on this board that intrigue me, Femi, to be honest with you. Uh, I like Lamar Jackson, 25-1. to I like Derek Carr, even. Uh, And and then you look at Tom Brady, somebody like that, uh, who, who... probably will make that run uh, if everything stays intact, if they get healthy again along the way. Uh, Look out for Tom Brady in back-to-back Super Bowl situations. Yeah, Dak Prescott, you mentioned him for comeback player of the year. Minus 500 for comeback player right. of the year there. So it looks like Dak Prescott has that award pretty locked up. Joe Burrow is right behind him at plus 550 there. But in the MVP market, going back to that, 
you mentioned two names that I really agree with, and I actually have a Lamar Jackson 25 to one ticket okay. in hand. And when the when the Ravens were the number one seed a couple weeks ago, I was like, here we go. Then they had the loss to Cincinnati, which kind of took a little bit of the steam out of that one. But I still think Lamar right now they're still tied for the top spot in the AFC. So if they can continue to win some of these games here down the stretch, of course, uh, Lamar can definitely get back into it. Aaron Rodgers is a little tricky at eight to one because mm-hmm. he almost feels like just the, the default guy. He's the reigning MVP. Usually the voters like to mix these things up. If they can't find anybody else, maybe then they would look towards Aaron Rodgers. But I think with so many other quarterbacks playing really well and so many other stories like Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Josh Allen is a guy who was in the MVP conversation last year. Maybe those guys are guys that maybe the voters would lean towards to more if these guys all kind of produce at a similar level there. But Tom Brady right. is the one, I think. That's the guy that I'm – with my Lamar 25-1 to ticket, uh-huh. I'm really nervous about Tom Brady just because when you look at this Bucks schedule, they're going to be favored in every single game by at least a field goal the rest of the season. Maybe the yep. game against Buffalo, that could be two and a half, but it's probably going to be two and a half or three. And if they win that game, every other game, they're going to be probably three and a half or more. So if the Bucks can have that outstanding record of a 14-3, and three, and then you have the narrative surrounding Brady of being 44 years old. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to throw for 40-plus touchdown passes, 5,000 yards, uh, under 10 interceptions. I-, I don't see the voters steering away from that. I could see them leaning into that storyline with Tom Brady at his age doing what he's doing now, which is unprecedented. Yes, it is, Femi. I'll throw his age out the window because he has not proven to me that uh, he's <laughs> he's just, uh, what, six years younger than me, seven years younger than me. I mean, he hasn't proven that to me yet. Uh, but he's incredible. Uh, but on top of that, too, don't forget there's two wild cards out there that could influence this, too. You got Odell Beckham Jr., mm-hmm. who's going to be released on Monday. Uh, and you got Deshaun yep. Jackson, who's entertaining offers for all over the place, too. So uh, imagine Lamar Jackson getting Odell Beckham Jr. or something like that. Right? Oh, my. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. Or Derek Carr getting uh, Deshaun Jackson, who's a deep threat. Uh, to that offense along with Darren Waller. I mean, those two players can be impactful enough if they get to situations with some of these quarterbacks on the board here. Yeah, no, I think it's almost because I want to look at the most regular season wins market, mm-hmm. and you can almost kind of pair these two together with MVP and most regular season wins because the guys who are at the top of the MVP market, they're also at their teams are at the top of the regular season wins market as well. The Rams, 5-1, yep. to one, Buccaneers, Cardinals, Cowboys, all 5-1 to one as well. The Bills, plus 550, Packers, 6-1, to one, and then the drop-off of Titans at 16-1, to one, Ravens, 28-1, to one, Saints, 50-1, to one, and Charles. Charges 100 to one, but Buccaneers at five to one. That's the one to me. Like I said, that schedule mm-hmm. really sets up well for Tampa Bay. And now that they've lost to New Orleans, and based on how these other teams in the NFC are doing, this being a pretty consequential week in the NFC with the quarterback uncertainty, I think Tampa is going to really go pedal to the metal as they get healthier coming out of the bye next week. Yeah, remember last year what happened? They didn't lose the game until this year after the bye week. Yeah, uh, so, they, they were really good after their bye. Yeah, absolutely. And you're right. I mean. Gronk coming back. So Tampa Bay doesn't win a Super Bowl if Gronk's not on that roster. I mean, Antonio Brown, I I get his impact and what he did, but getting Gronk healthy and getting that point to where Tom Brady feels comfortable on the field again, uh, and then add in Antonio Brown, yes, and then defensively too, uh, what this team can do once they get healthy altogether. Yeah, no, I think it's interesting there. Uh, Tennessee Titans 16-1. to That's, that's, I I don't see that happening, but They've beaten Kansas City. They've right. beaten Buffalo. Uh, they beat Indianapolis last week in overtime. Now they have a difficult game against the Rams. But if they were to win that game outright and, and pull off the upset, that would be uh, an interesting one out there in the AFC South since they play in a division that is, let's just say, not as good as the other divisions. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you got the Chargers on this board. They, they've regressed. And then the Saints, too, on the board. But, I mean, if you're talking about five and two teams, Ravens, 28-1 to in that division. Uh, and then the Tennessee Titans, like you mentioned, they've already swept uh, the Colts here. They're 16-1, and 6-2-2 on this board right now. Yeah, also Dallas Cowboys, 6-1, to one, another yep. division uh, there in the NFC East. If they keep it rolling, it sounds like the Cowboys are never going to lose again. They're going <laughs> to cover every spread. At least that's what they've done thus right. far through eight weeks here in the NFL as they're taking on the Denver Broncos later on this afternoon as 10-point favorites. All right, Pritch, let's get negative. Uh, fewest regular season wins. Oh, boy. Put, put it off to last because <laughs> these are the teams that one might say are the cellar dwellers mm-hmm. here in the National Football League. The Detroit Lions, of course, at 0-8, minus 140 to have the fewest 
first regular season wins, followed by the Texans plus 250. Then it's a drop off. Jags 7 to 1, Jets 14 to 1, Dolphins 25 to 1. Hello. And then you have the Giants 35 to 1, Washington 50 to 1, Bears 80 to 1, Eagles 101, and the Steelers 200 to 1. What stands out to you with that market? Oh, good grief, Femi. I mean, uh, the Houston Texans. <laughs> all, the, all the mud. <laughs> yeah. The, the Texans, the wheels have fallen off that carriage. We know that. But they play the Dolphins, who are also 1-7, and seven, and they're fighting for, what, the second overall pick uh, behind the Lions. But uh, So if yeah. you got the Lions with the distinction of going 0-16, uh, and they're 0-8 right now. <laughs> and it does not look good for the Lions at all. From the football standpoint and the scheduling, I mean, that, that gets, that's going to get tough for the Lions. At minus 140, I don't want to bet on that. Uh, the Jaguars, they are incompetent with Urban Meyer. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, if the wheels haven't fallen off of that thing, I'll look for those wheels to fall off. So, uh, the Jaguars plus 700, uh, it, the only reason why they beat uh, or the, re- the only reason why they um, um, or the Texans won against the Jaguars because the Jaguars were not prepared. And uh, I look at this football team and, and Urban Meyer, and I don't know when they're going to be prepared, to be honest with you. So plus 700 right there for the Jaguars. Yeah, the Jags is the play in that one there. I think the Lions will get a couple wins with Dan Campbell. They seem to be playing hard. Texans now, they have Terod Taylor back, so maybe that helps them out on offense, and they can steal a couple games down the stretch there. But the Jags, 7-1, to that is the play indeed. Hour number one down here on Point Spread Sunday. Hour number two on the other side, Sean Green of the Gambling Podcast and a contributor to the Green Zone. He's going to break down all things Browns, Bengals here. It is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 